boys, it's the end of the year. It's time, time for the brunchies. That's Let's right. Go. It is time for the brunchies, our year end extravaganza. We're not playing around this episode, guys. It's not going to be any bullshit talk about AAA and tires and all of that. No, we have a lot to get to today on the show. Here, we're going to be going through our favorite beers of the year, songs, worst songs, TV shows, athletes, person of the year, and just a lot going on. And also our favorite brunch of the year, too, and a ton more. But uh, it's Dee Dee out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Guys, how are you feeling as we are getting ready to unveil, crack these envelopes for the brunch? Super excited, man. This is always one of the best and favorite episodes of the year, without a doubt. And I think we were able to have a little bit more fun this year. A lot more interesting things happened this year. So kind of cool to, to look back on it all and declare our, some of our winners in these amazing categories. I'm, I'm dressed. I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to go, man. I, uh, I'm excited to hand these awards out the following week to the recipients on social media and just hear how grateful they are that we honored them with a brunchy. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, first, uh, since this is the Brunchies pregame show right now, or pre pre show, the right carpet show, <laughs> let's call it that. Chris, who are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> who am I wearing? I am wearing um, from ACCshop.com uh, the 2021 uh, Pit Panther ACC champion fit. That's what I got Ooh. on uh, today, boys. Beautiful. Wish we had that 360 cam. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, who are you wearing? Um, I've got a lovely two piece ensemble here. It starts with a just traditional black hoodie. And, uh, if you want to know, yeah, there's no, you know, see no logo, no attire, but if you look behind the microphone, orange drink, always in our hearts <laughs> right there. Shouts to orange drink right there. Uh, and this wonderful, one of a kind, uh, Chinese made or Japanese made white suit coat, which does not fit me perfect for this occasion right here from the chest up so i'm ready <laughs> oh, i love it i love it well i am wearing something from the uh exclusive bleacher report collection their music series it looks like atlanta hawks but it's actually outcast i love that there's atlanta on the side and yeah so i'm wearing my best i've never worn this guys this is for you this is for the brunchies special Sweet. Well, guys, uh, before we get into everything, Dan, tell everyone where they can find the brunch breakdown and listen to the brunchies anytime they want. That's right. If you haven't been with us before, if this is your first episode, welcome. What a unique way to get started. But if you have, we thank you for a year full of listening because you know, we know where you can find the brunch breakdown. Literally anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, everywhere that podcasts are, we are each and every Thursday. And again, we encourage you to hit subscribe, hit follow, so those episodes can come to you first thing Thursday morning. Uh, full video episodes are also available, so you can see exactly what we just told you, what we're wearing here on the red carpet today, every Thursday as well. That's uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time on our Facebook and our YouTube pages, available brunch breakdown there, there. And yes, on demand, anytime you want. You want to listen to the brunchies again? You want to watch the brunchies again? You want to go walk back and watch last year's? You can do that. Facebook, YouTube. And of course, speaking of Facebook, 
That's just one of the very many, many social medias that we are on. At Brunch Breakdown, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Triller, on Talk t- TikTok, on Talk Tick, everywhere <laughs> you can find us at Brunch Breakdown. And of course, the Sounds of Brunch, the weekly playlist that we come up with and get together for you guys are what we're listening to segment is available on Spotify. Simply search sound of brunch that gets updated every Friday. Beautiful. Well, let's get into our first category of the brunchies and that will be beer of the year, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess the way we'll do this, since we may or may not have the beer that we think is the beer of the year, uh, let's talk about our beer of the year and then we'll say what we're sipping on this week very shortly so chris get us started what is your beer of the year well i've got some simpatico for you guys because uh my beer of the year is the beer that i'm drinking tonight um beautiful crack what a can crack that was that one's deep (laughs) everything about this beer in my eyes is perfection we've got the naked threesome boys Maze Grain Brewing, uh, which we're not doing brewery of the year, I don't think. But if we were, that would be my brewery of the year. Discovered that brewery this year. Uh, the Naked Threesome is the smoothest IPA I've ever drank in my life. Uh, was just up in Wisconsin and bought a whole hell of a lot more so that I have it until the next time I go to Wisconsin. Thank you, Raise Grain, for the Naked Threesome. Something that's very awkward to ask your in-laws to buy you, but uh, it's worth it. So everybody in 2022, try to have yourself a Naked Threesome. And we're not even at the what to look forward to in 2022, Chris. Slow down. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I got excited. (laughs) Oh, nice. All right. Well, I have my beer of the year is the Crimson Guava sorbet ipa from energy brewing company in illinois pineapple strawberry just everything that just says daniel dudley and an ipa and it's amazing i don't have it with me today but what i do have is a nice taste test i'm going to throw it back to one of the episodes that chris missed um truly holiday sangria (laughs) style which one was that (laughs) i was trying to be nice guys i was trying to be nice it's the brunchies where it's all love here but yeah. Oh, wait, anyway. you have the, go ahead. Oh, I Sorry. have the Christmas prac, and that's what we're getting for the next four Buried weeks of the, the brunch lead. breakdown. Just letting you know. Uh, holiday sangria style, truly. We're giving it a try here, guys. Going to give it a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish this was the whole pack. This is amazing. It can't get any better than this. Wow. It tastes like sangria in a seltzer. So that's what it is. And uh, happy Brews Day. Happy Brunchies. Congratulations to uh, my Crimson Guava Sorbet IPA. Dude, I remember that when you talking about that. I would, I've got to find a way to get my hands on that beer, that brewery, or anything that they do. It sounds amazing. And I'm glad yeah. we have a, a brunch court taste test right there, something we talked about. And it, oh, yeah. and it delivered. It delivered. That's exciting. Um, so, yes, my beer of the year is not, unfortunately, not one that I have here with me. Uh, but I'm going to go all the way back to September uh, to a trip to Nashville, Tennessee, and visiting the Zool Beer Company and their beer, Johnny Five is Alive. <laughs> and this was the pastry sour with blueberry, graham crackers, vanilla, cinnamon, and peanut butter. And it is one of the most remarkable beers 
I have ever had in my life. And I cannot wait to get back to Nashville one day. You know, I wouldn't, or, or not Nashville, Knoxville, sorry, Knoxville. You wouldn't, I wouldn't ever expect to say, I can't wait to get back to Knoxville one day, but for this beer and this brewery alone, I cannot wait to get back to Knoxville one day and have that. So the Johnny five is alive from Zool beer company runner up goes to hitchhikers limited blend, a stout with peanut butter and coffee. Sounds simple, but it's incredible. And what I have, what I am sipping on here today from Burley Oak Brewing in uh, Berlin, Maryland. Haven't done quite kind of really a sour in a while. This is the double orange raspberry marshmallow pie. Marshmallow. Sour. And they call it their dream series. And that's dream with a J. And I realize this is probably difficult to see with this amazing background that I have going on here, uh, but it's their dream series, J-R-E-A-M. Again, double orange raspberry marshmallow pie. You do get a lot of orange in this. The raspberry is kind of subtle. There's a nice subtle blend of marshmallow, but it's just a, a crazy a crazy blend of these flavors in a sour. A lot going on here. So burly oak with the double orange raspberry Marshmallow pie. Shout out to uh, Shannon's friend, Jamie, for hooking us up with this one. It's fantastic. Nice. Dan, Dan well, your ingredient of the year has to be marshmallow. Oh, without a doubt. It's got to go to marshmallow. Ingredient, beer ingredient of the year. Absolutely marshmallow. Yes. Another I, category. Thank you. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with uh, my ingredient of the year is going to be the warrior hops because I had never heard of those. <laughs> They're damn tasty. They're smooth, but they sound aggressive. So it kind of, mm. you know, it's a surprise. And that's what I like. Nice. Mine's going to be pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who can make an IPA with pineapple, I'm your friend for life. Because <laughs> the way that it smells, it smells like you're just, there's a pineapple inside of it. But it's like, no, you like made it. I, I don't know how they do that. I don't, I don't understand that. How they just make that just aroma smell like that it's, it's incredible yeah well boys like cheers happy bruise day happy brunchies to our drinks and beers of the year cheers 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 to a great year that's right all right well let's get into our songs of the year fellas let's talk music now it's been a good year for music better than last year's that's for sure <laughs> we got a lot of music this year we didn't get that much music last year but we got a lot of music this year uh in 2021 so um dan get us started man your songs of the year what you got so these are the most difficult categories for me to declare a winner this list could be 10 20 songs deep but i tried to simplify it and i tried to you know really focus on what were the best songs of the year. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of, of runners up first. Uh, the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, Stay. An absolutely incredible song. Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You. Still still bumps, still jams. It happens. Uh, 21 Pilots, Shy Away. Uh, but my brunchy of the year for song of the year is also going to go to 21 Pilots for Mulberry Street a song that has just changed my life in so many good ways. Um, that is naturally my award personally for me. They will get it from, from steel city, Dan uh, award knowing that one for song of the year. So 21 pilots, Mulberry street gets song of the year. Beautiful. I love it. I love that song. So big fan. 
Chris, songs of the year. Go for it. Songs of the year. Okay. Yeah. This is probably the toughest category we have. Um, I'm kind of all over the place because uh, Justin Bieber and DJ Khaled put out Let It Go with like an amazing music video that I bumped that pretty much the entire year. Um, Dan introduced me to Mod Sun and their song Karma, which is one I haven't been able to stop listening to. Um, a couple of bands that I'm a big fan of, uh, Settle Your Scores, put out a song called 1999, which was just such a like nostalgic throwback. I, I discovered the band Friend Circle and their song Loose Cannon, but I have to honor the data here, boys. <laughs> and this one is really weird, but due to Spotify telling me I listened to this song way more than any other song this year, I got to go with Olivia O'Brien and Jocelyn because that song, I couldn't stop listening to it. I, I think Didi put her on the playlist. He didn't even put that song on there, but the sounds of brunch sent me to it. And then it just kept sending me right back and back and back to it over and over and over again. And it's like, it's funny. It's angry. It's like the perfect breakup song for 2021. I feel, um, I don't know why it resonates with me, but I just love that song. So I gotta, I got, like I said, I gotta go with the data, Olivia O'Brien, Jocelyn, let's go. Oh, I love it. I love it. Sounds By the way, brunch. I got a few texts after we revealed our Spotify rap on uh, on this podcast. And they were like, really? <laughs> Jocelyn? Yes. Yes. It's true. Can't, I can't argue with data. <laughs> no. We brought analytics to the brunchies. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, some honorable mentions, of course, like you guys did. Justin Bieber. I could have went a million ways with this, but Peaches is just, I, I love the song so much, but I love Let Go. I, it's a big year for Justin Bieber, huge year for Justin Bieber. So shouts to him. But uh, Peaches, I love that song. Kanye putting out uh, his album, Lord, I Need You, is a song that I absolutely love. Olivia Rodrigo, Deja Vu, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite songs of the year. It's very close, very close to being that. Meet Me at the Altar, we didn't mention, Feel a Thing. We all love that song. Lawrence, Don't Lose Sight. But Number one song of the year, Industry Baby, Lil Nas X, and Jack Harlow. That song is just triumphant. And I mean, in a year that's the opposite, it feels like the opposite of 2020, where everything was kind of like slow and people were talking about being inside and quarantine. And that song is just loud and just the horns and it is just outside and it's triumphant and it just fits with the year that I had in 2021. So I just love that song. And that's my song of the year industry, baby. Nice. A couple of great winners. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. I don't know who's we, yeah. Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X. We're going, I can't wait to give these out. Someone's going to respond. Someone. <laughs> I don't know who, but someone, one of these winners will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, on the opposite side of that, what's the worst song of the year, fellas? Worst song. And I'm going to go here because I finished off song of the year. So I'm going to go first. Worst song of the year. <sighs> Walker Hayes, Fancy Like. <laughs> the worst song in the goddamn universe. <laughs> I can't stand that song. And it's not even that like, oh, it ended up being on Applebee's commercials and it's whatever. It's funny. No, no. It's just a terrible song. 
It is an absolutely terrible song. The way that he phrases things in there too is just very annoying. It's like, where is this accent? Like this weird accent coming from? It's it's odd. If you listen to the song and you hear the way he says Bourbon Street Steak, you're like, what? And he says like shake. And it's like, what are you doing? The song's terrible. I hate it so much. I, I'm so happy that this year is going to end because I need this song to go away with it. I hate that song so much. Worst song of the year. Walker Hayes, fancy like. Yeah, it didn't help that that ended up in the Applebee's commercial and Applebee's does mad advertising for football and we're all football fans. So it's just like, that's all you heard. Yeah. All football season. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Hate that song. Great, great, great choice, Didi. <laughs> great choice. That could be a unanimous winner. Um, for me, it wasn't super difficult. It was basically anything Bad Bunny put out. <laughs> and that's that's the nomination pool right there for me, plus one other. So Bad Bunny actually didn't win this award. Um, Uchi's Telepatia is an absolutely horrendous melody. And I want to emphasize the melody. It's horrendous. And I can't stand it. It hits like every minor key that makes me cringe. And it was just played everywhere. It was on TikTok. It was on just anytime that came on, on the radio, boom, anywhere, like take me anywhere else, anywhere else. Take me there. That song. It just, I know it was popular and a lot of people probably like it, but not made for me. Not made for me. So congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me. Dan brought the song Ya Ya Ding Dong into my life, and I'm really mad about that. And that's the worst song of the year. Was that this year? <laughs> last year. It was last, was it last year? year. It was last year. Yeah. Right, well, well, it made such an impact that it's the worst song of this year, too. It's fair. It could be the worst song of the next five years. You that really you feels like it was this year. Was that really last year? It was last year. You both got hey, a lot shit. of negative feedback for your opinion on that song. <laughs> I had a lot of, there were a lot of supporters. Dan, your friends don't count. Your friends don't count. Okay. That includes you. So please explain. (laughs) (laughs) So your vote, your vote does not count. Except for me. I had random people from high school that I didn't talk to in years hitting me up saying, dude, Yaya Ding Dong is like great. Like that movie's amazing. I was like, it's not. I can't believe that was two years ago. It's still the worst song. It's still the worst song. Yeah. An honorable mention will worst song. Uh, Drake, Future, and Young Thugs. I'm too sexy. Uh, <laughs> it was those were the two I was going with, but fancy like just throughout the whole year because there was a point where I kind of liked I'm too sexy, but then I just kind of was like this song's stupid, and then we just got like I don't know. Drake, Future, and Young Thugs should give us a really good song if they're gonna be on the track together, not just them saying, "Oh man, this would be funny." No, I That's don't want point. that. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So that kind of annoyed me more than it was like the worst song. All right. Well, let's get into uh, let's do some sports here. Uh, Athlete of the year. Um, Chris, you are looking sporty. Let's start with you. Athlete of the year, man. Uh, I landed on on two potential options. Um, You could consider both of them Homer picks uh, based on me one of them who is my runner-up and he's only my runner-up because i'm going to go in a different direction in a different category later 
uh, is Giannis, my other brother in Wisconsin. Uh, we, we had Aaron and then we got rid of him. So it's just me and Giannis. Um, he's my runner up and my Homer pick for this is Kenny Pickett because he single-handedly changed the game of football with one run and he made it really fun. And then people tried to cancel him and I'm not going to let people cancel him. So he's my athlete of the year. He also didn't win the Heisman and I thought he probably should have. Um, but I'm going to go with Kenny Pickett for athlete of the year because it's a Homer pick and he gave me the season I always dreamed of. So thank you, Kenny. Here's your brunchy. I love it. I love it. And also Kenny Pickett with the offensive lineman at the steakhouse or wherever it was. What is it? The restaurant. Yeah. Like that's another reason why he's just above the field. Yeah. I feel you. Dan. Well, naturally Kenny's in my nomination for this category without a doubt. Uh, Kenny Pickett, a remarkable, memorable year uh, for many pit fans for forever to come. Um, another nominee, Caleb Dressel. Uh, Olympic swimmer for Team USA, five golds in Tokyo. Uh, there were some other swimmers that everybody expected to do a little bit better, but Caleb shined. We had he was the rock uh, for the swimming team in in the Olympics. But I'm gonna go. Uh, um, I'm gonna stay kind of in that field, actually. And my athlete of the year is going to Suni Lee of the Team USA gymnastics team uh, for her gold medal in the all around, which. Obviously, with the Simone Biles story and everything going on, Suni Lee didn't really even expect to compete, let alone win the damn thing. Uh, a silver in the team competition and a bronze in the uneven bars. Just a wild week for that young lady and for her to come out on top and be the talk of really the Olympics and Team USA uh, for what was an incredible Olympics this year. So my brunchie is going to Suni Lee for athlete of the year. Like it, like it. I for, dude, I forgot there was Olympics. I completely forgot that. Hey, so just, hey, they're, right around, they're right around the corner. <laughs> they're coming back. <laughs> Man, you were talking and I was literally like, damn, like, wow, there was an Olympics this year. Where is time going? Yeah. Dan's home team is Team USA. That's yes, <laughs> that is very <laughs> true. I guess that was all homers for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> oh, man. Well, my athlete of the year, um, a.k.a. I'm calling him the finesse God. Now Quinn Ewers. Is that how you say his name? The quarterback that went Ewers. to Ohio state. Quinn Ewers. Ewers. There we go. Anyways, this guy fascinating. And this is something that's going to happen a lot with these high profile recruits, which I'm absolutely going to love kid left high school early committed to Ohio state. So he can get over a million dollars in NIL money and then transferred to Texas. I love this kid. I don't know who his parents are, but I want to shake their hands because they are raising their kid right. Go get that money. Like, leave high school. No one does anything their senior year of high school anyways. Go get the money. Hang out at Ohio State for a little bit. And then go to the school you actually want to go to. Goes to Texas with a million dollars in his pocket. Genius athlete of the year. Quinn Ewers. I don't even care what he does in his college football career. Want to know why? He's got a million dollars. He's winning. He's genius. Well, Smart. He played Ohio State, and I think everybody can support that. So yeah, shout I'm telling you, two Watch out. on the way. Two two branches on the way, Quinn. <laughs>
All right. Well, uh, this should be interesting. Team of the year, fellas. Let's uh, let's get it going. Uh, Dan, who's your team of the year? Um, the nominations start in Tampa Bay. It's hard not to include any team from Tampa Bay in team of the year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yes, unfortunately led by Tom Brady, but yes, they have to be considered for team of the year. The Tampa Bay Lightning winning back-to-back Stanley Cups, hard not to consider the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are also nominees for me for team of the year, but I'm going Homer, just like you mentioned, Chris. Team U.S. freaking A <laughs> is the team of the year. The country. Most gold, most, most medals overall. And guess what? We're coming back in 2021 with the winter right around the corner, and we're going to be team of the year again. So without a doubt, one of my easiest awards for me to give out tonight, team of the year, Team USA. Wow. Um, my team of the year for the brunchy for team of the year, Bishop Sycamore, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> team of the year. There is no team that was more impressive to me than Bishop Sycamore. Big shouts to you guys in Ohio, whatever you guys are doing. I don't know what, I don't even know how old you guys are. Whatever it is, shouts to you. You guys are all getting brunchies. The whole team, we're sending them all out to the entire team. I don't even know how big your team is, but guess what? We're going to find out. We're sending you all brunchies to your homes. Bishop Sycamore, you are the most impressive team that I saw this year. Salute. Send those brunchies to the school, which is apparently located in the suburbs of Columbus in an office park. Way to mm-hmm. go, boys. Yep. Amazing. Bishop Sycamore, P.O. Box. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we have to send them out one at a time, so they're just scattered every day. A P.O. Box can only fit one brunchie at a time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a great pick. Um, okay. So team of the year, I, I did kind of forget about the Olympics too, uh, DD, but now that Dan mentions that I have to give an honorable mention to team USA basketball, who everybody was just like shitting on like a lot. And yeah. then when it came time to actually, you know, assert themselves in games that mattered, they just <laughs> rolled everybody and won and then had some awesome uh, smack talk about it. So that was awesome. Uh, I'm going to throw a pit in as an honorable mention because uh, those are my boys. But Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks, man. I, there's a soft spot in my heart for teams and cities that haven't won anything since the dawn of time that it's a feel-good story. And I feel like there was no better feel-good story than the Milwaukee Bucks just running the table, winning that thing. And like the theatrics of how it all came together at the end, like, man, it was awesome. And uh, he brought Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks brought a lot of joy to uh, my home state of Wisconsin, which I appreciate. So shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. Enjoy your brunchy. No, that is awesome. I mean, just they're literally Kevin Durant's like big toe from like not going to the finals. (laughs) And they went yeah. out and won it. And Giannis with the 50 point, you know, and the, yeah. and the championship game, like, come, God, this is a good year for teams. I mean, Bishop Sycamore, Milwaukee Bucks. Come on. This is good. Go, go team. This is good. Team USA. Just everyone. Go team. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go to uh, best thing we've watched. Let's go TV shows or best thing we've watched this year. One of you guys get it started. Let's go. 
I'll start. Mine's not very, uh, I suppose, surprising. I don't watch a lot of TV, guys. I watch a lot of live sports on TV. So mine is going to be related to live sports, but I'm not going to be like football, okay? I'm going to pick a TV show. This TV show pretty it developed more debate, hot takes, uh, intrigue. It was... It was, wow, what's the word you use, Didi? Where like you have to tune in, right? Like it's, you yeah. make time to tune in for it. It was kind of like the OJ thing, right? Like you, like you, you had to watch it live. You didn't want to be the person that, the college football playoff ranking TV show <laughs> is the stupidest, but most gripping TV show in all of, in all of sports, in all of sports, professional or uh, college. I could not stop watching it, partly because like my team was in it, but like, it meant nothing, but people couldn't stop watching it and getting mad about it. And that to me, that's entertainment right there. That's entertainment. So shout out to Reese Davis, man. Uh, and Gary Barta. What a show. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like, sounds like Monday night raw. You had to tune in and you just kept getting angry. Now you know what it's like watching Monday night raw every week. Chris, let me ask you, maybe this is an award we should have had your wife given out. What would she have given this award to? Do you know what was her go-to show this year? Because I know she's not sitting there every night <laughs> watching college football with you. I know you've got another television. In oh, house. no, she she is. She, we only have one TV, so. What is she watching on her phone? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have a go-to show from this year? No, she watches, well, Katie watches a lot of Hallmark or Netflix, uh, like romantic dramas. So okay, never I, mind. I take back what I said. I don't know <laughs> what of those would be considered the best, probably with whatever Rachel Lee Cook was in this year. Uh, Cause she's in at least one a year. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I'll ask her. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, maybe I regret saying that. If it was, if it's in that category, that's probably not what we're looking for. Um, <laughs> so for me, um, I had a really hard time thinking of what shows I watched this year. Like if I was writing the list. I was like Queens Gambit, and I was like, oh damn it, no, that was last year. <laughs> um, but there were a couple of really, really great shows that I enjoyed this year that are considered I consider nominations, runners up, if you will. Uh, Hacks on HBO, a show about a comedian kind of getting out of her prime. She has a writer, uh, a young writer that comes in, helps her out. I implore you, watch Hacks. Really, really good. Um, Made for Love, also on HBO. Really fascinating, interesting show. I don't really want to give away the premise, but it just has to do with... um, future thinking and technology and how basically how Google works and what Google can become and how that can change relationships and things like that. Check it out. I don't want to give away too much, but made for love on HBO Uh, song exploder on Netflix is fascinating. Short series goes over a couple of songs in detail with the artist, how they're made. It's a fascinating, fascinating series that really it goes into these complex songs and they break them all apart and they really break it down with the artist uh house hunters how could you not 
It probably got the most viewing time for me out of any show. So House Hunters year in, year out. I love you, House Hunters. Unfortunately, I can't give it to House Hunters. I'm going to give it to a show we talked about. I think it was last week on the show. This is Pop on Netflix was just my favorite series of the year to watch. We went over with the boys to men effect. Every other episode as a part of that series was just, it had me hooked. It had me glued. So the brunch he goes to, this is pop from Netflix. Nice. Nice. Well, my there, I feel like I watched a lot of like documentary type things this year, but um One that I absolutely loved, and you guys should watch this too. They did an American crime story on the whole Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky thing. Just Mm -hmm. like the OJ thing. It's 10 episodes and it is awesome. And then there's this documentary that you can watch where it's the real people talking. And it's called The Clinton Affair. And it is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And it is amazing. So I'm just telling you, you, it is so good because it's just another time where like, we were around then, but like we weren't, you know what I mean? But like, so it's interesting, these things that you kind of know some details of and you know all of them. It's like, just just dove in to whole Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton thing. That was cool this year. Um, but my favorite show, absolutely, of the year, favorite thing I watched this year, you're listening to Kenny G, man. I, I, like I've watched it three times. It's so good. It's so fascinating. like it just just has me man and just i i love it so much if you have hbo max check it out it's unbelievably good also also uh comedians on couches house hunters comedians on couches check that out too if you have discovery plus yeah if you have discovery plus check that out there's an amazing episode with blake griffin and just it's incredible but that whole series is great but anyways you're watching you're listening to kenny g so kenny g Get ready for your brunchy. Dude, we got to get Kenny G on an episode. We could Ooh. probably, you know, just he's, he's, he's got a cameo charge. I'm sure it wouldn't take a lot more if we said, hey, you're coming on to accept an award. Then maybe we could get Kenny G in the building. That would be something. I have that queued up, Didi. As soon as you said that last week, I went downstairs, queued it up on HBO. So that's Mark. that's got to happen soon. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been a great year at TV, guys. Great year TV. All right. Well, uh, let's see what category we go into next year. Um, best brunch. Let's talk food, guys. Your best brunch. And it doesn't have to be at home this year. It could have been out and about. <laughs> it could have been out and about. We, we went were... outside this year. Yeah, we outside, as the great Jadakiss once said. Um, all right, Dan, <laughs> what is your best brunch of the year, man? Oh, that was incredible. Um best brunch of the year for me my runner up in this category goes to cranky's in winston-salem this coffee shop down there and i had an incredible it was so good to be back in the south and have like true southern homemade biscuits and it was a breakfast sandwich with egg and cheese and sausage and it was it took my breath away it really did it was wonderful but the winner is actually going to go to City Works in Pittsburgh, there they rolled out a brunch menu this year, and the dish is called Mother's Little Helper, <laughs> and it's their quote unquote hangover bowl. Now I did not have this <laughs> mid or post hangover of any sort, but when I saw the description of 
smoked cheddar grits, braised pork belly, breakfast sausage, sunny side up eggs, and a smoked tomato charred scallion relish. I was like, brunch is back, baby. Let's go. And it was incredible. Brunch of the year. Mother's little helper at CityWorks. Congratulations. Love it. Love it. Uh, uh, it was nice to be outside this year, guys. And I'm about to send you guys a picture that I didn't send you guys this summer whenever I had this thing. So hopefully you guys get this in the middle of me talking. Shouts out to Vegas. Oh I love God. Las Vegas. I was there for uh, about 10 days this year living in the Venetian Hotel while hosting the Dance Awards. And just so happened at this place called Yardbird, which is elevated Southern cuisine, my friend who I went to high school with is a chef and he worked there. I thought Adam still was in Hawaii but he is in Vegas. And he was like, yo, you're in Vegas. I'm at the Venetian. I was like, dude, I'm living there for the next like week and a half. I go down there, hooks it up and tells me to get the lobster mac and cheese. And oh my God, guys, literally the greatest thing that I have ever eaten in my life. And I meant to shout out Adam so many times during this podcast and completely forgot, but I am giving not just him, the, he's getting the brunchy, Yardbird's getting the brunchy, just being outside amongst some people spaced. I'm giving that the brunchy as well. I, you gotta just, best brunch was absolutely that. Yardbird, if you're in Vegas, it is unbelievable food. And my friend Adam's one of the chefs there. And it is so crazy that my little town, my little, my, my little area that I live in produces so many great people. Adam. <laughs> You're the goat lobster mac and cheese. Incredible. Uh, this just in, we're moving Dan's bachelor party to Vegas. We're going to have a <laughs> residency at this restaurant and, and we're following the NFL next year's brunchies award will take place live in Vegas from this very restaurant. So get your lobster ready. Cause we're coming. <laughs> Holy cow. This picture is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Best brunch of the year. Did you actually finish it? Yeah. It looks humongous. It is humongous. The thing I didn't finish was this humongous piece of chocolate cake that he like he gave me after we were like when I was like getting right now. I was like, what are you what are you doing? He just brings this thing out. I was like, I ate like two bites of it. And I was like, what? Oh, I can't man. do this. But yeah, um uh, incredible. Like wow. incredible. And just the presentation is just yeah. Holy. Yeah. 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 So good. Chris, nice. go for it. Yeah, mine's going to be a brunch at home because despite the fact that we did get to go outside, um, well, my wife has been pregnant for the majority of the year. And so we're still kind of like yeah, a, little, a little shady on like going to restaurants all the time. You know, we went to a few, um, but Katie made this egg ring for brunch one weekend and it was awesome. And you can actually like customize it to really like whatever you're feeling for brunch that day, it starts with, you take, uh, I guess a tube of crescent rolls, right. And you lay them all out into a ring, but like they're, you have them open and then you basically load the crescent roll with whatever type of brunch food you're interested in. And then you wrap it up and put it in the oven and it comes out all crispy. And it's like, not, 
it's, I mean, it's obviously not like a burrito, it's a crescent roll, but it's like fashioned in these little sections of like, almost like, like pigs in a blanket, but it's like brunch in a blanket, I guess is the best way to describe it. It was really, really, really good. So she put eggs on it, bacon, like sausage, a little bit of spinach in there with cheese, rolled it up, put it in the oven. And we had it like, I don't know, probably three or four times throughout the year. We were just talking about doing it again for Christmas because it was really, really, really good. Um, So shout out to Katie, the egg ring. Uh, You can Google it, find different ways to make it. The crescent roll way to do it is really good. I would highly suggest it. Well, it's not pizza roll, pizza eggs. So it's a great, it's a great pick. You could put pizza toppings in there if you wanted to reheat it, you know, Dan, stop it. You liked pizza eggs. You once we got clarification. Yes. (laughs) I I saw you eat it. You liked it. I I just want the name change to brunch in a blanket. I don't know why egg ring makes me. I don't think of something bad. I don't know why. Yeah. The, the name is just, yeah. I think you I got thrown off name. by that, but it sounds amazing. How Let's about go. that's also, it's also a great restaurant name. Brunch in a blanket instead of tables. Everybody's just in like these little beds or chairs and you get your own blanket. Yeah. It's breakfast in bed. Yeah. It's going breakfast in bed. That's amazing. I love everybody's it. It's comfortable. Yeah. Coming. Cause everybody, Where's whatever the hell they want outside anymore anyway. So you might as well just welcome them in as they are comfortable lay in bed, sit at a couch, nice sofa, breakfast in bed. So how many tables could Trademark. you have? It'd be a large space. I think this is a good idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. A you got to find like, you got to make your restaurant like where there used to be like a mattress, like. Like used to be Ooh. like a mattress, like warehouse, like one of those okay. like sleep number places or something like that. So, so you like know a you really have room. big showroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, you have room for the beds and right. then you just, you know, I like or like it. an old car dealership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That works. That works. Yeah. Okay. We got yeah. something here. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll call it brunch in a blanket. It was very good. Brunch in a blanket. I love it. That sounds awesome. Well, huh, it's been a good year for brunch. And let's go to uh, meme or uh, a viral dance challenge or whatever it is of the year. Best thing you saw on the internet. Let's go with that. All right, uh, Chris, get us started. What's the best thing you saw on the internet, man? Um, I don't know which of these was the best, but I enjoyed both of them. They're both memes. Um, I really liked the red flag meme where people would just like, almost do like an opposite day thing where the thing that they liked, they would tweet like the opposite take of it, but then just put a million red flags to say like, yeah, if anybody says this, that's a bit, that's a red flag. I loved that. I use that quite a bit for my business. And I also just liked that. I like the fact that the minute Mark Zuckerberg said the word meta, that became a meme and everybody started making fun of that. And I feel like we're not even close to that being done. Like that's going to carry on into next year. The more meta takes over things. Those were kind of the two memes that first came to my mind when looking at this uh, category. Nice. Nice. Dan, go for it. Yeah. I got a couple in this category. This was tough to pick a winner, uh, one that's pretty recent, maybe more a little bit more recency bias, but is the Marie Callender's burnt pie meme going around from that? <laughs> if you've seen that lady, you'd be like, thanks a lot, Marie Callender's for ruining Thanksgiving dinner. 
And then everyone's just roasting this lady for, cause they like offered to send her a new pie and all this. They're like, did you literally put that in the oven for five days? It's just, it's hilarious. There's, it's deep. It's a deep meme field. <laughs> um, another one that I liked was it kind of became a meme was when Facebook and Instagram went down earlier this year. <laughs> and the tweet from Twitter was hello, literally everyone. <laughs> and then there was some issues with Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was amazing. I'll always remember that. Um, the many faces of Oprah from the interview with <laughs> Megan and Harry. I'm like, it was hard to laugh at some of them right away as we've distanced ourselves, but just the faces she made and her reactions used for so many things is just incredible. Uh, but I got to go back. And when I mean back, I got to go way back to January. One of the OG memes of 2021. It got overused. There was a point where there was some oversaturation, but I'm really judging it based on the initial idea and the, the meme and the, as viral as it got, how can we not give this award to Bernie Sanders sitting at the inauguration with his mittens and mask on in the chair by himself and just placed on any photo the internet has ever, ever seen. So it had to be that. Oh man. That feels like it was three years ago. <laughs> right. I know. I almost had to double check. I'm like, Holy cow. Yeah. January. <laughs> god dude it's so funny people keep talking about, i feel like biden's been in office for five years like i like honestly if someone told me there was an election coming next year i'd be like yeah i guess we're right it, it's crazy <laughs> like it's a wild to me just like oh man it mm. hasn't even been a year yet right Shit. that is crazy uh one of my favorite memes to hate this year for sure was uh the pete Na davidson meme that's like pete davidson if pete davidson can date kim kardashian then you can buy a house and i'm like doesn't make any sense but all these people were sharing it like it was the funniest thing in the world i was like pete davidson's a funny guy girls like funny guys you know i don't know banks don't like jokes um uh, but anyways, another meme that uh, another meme that I absolutely loved this year was and this, you know what, forget it. This is number one. Here's why. And I'm going to make a grand statement with this. But did you see the Kevin Durant's ashy ankle meme? He's had super dry legs like he hasn't worn. He hasn't put on lotion in years. And somebody got I mean, I guess it's just like the way that the camera angle hit. Someone saw it and freaking blew it up. And it's like, oh, my God, Kevin Durant, what are you doing? And it was a classic Twitter moment where no one can get canceled from this. No one can be offended by this. No one can be hurt by this. It was just an old school Twitter, just like you did something dumb and we're just making fun of you. And then Kevin Durant was like, <laughs> and then Kevin Durant responded by saying, um, don't make me pull the you guys are all broke card. Never done it before. Don't make me do it. Because it was, and it was just so funny because it was just one of those moments where it's like, wow, Kevin Durant doesn't have any lotion on, doesn't wear any lotion. And he just is just looking like a fool on the court. And it was just a great Twitter moment. I want more of those moments in 2022 so bad where you're just like, we can just laugh and make fun of things that are just silly and then they go away. And I just, that's was absolutely my favorite this year. That's a great on the fly pick there for you. you oh, yeah. Votes were in and you said, no, no, I've got the winner right here. Yep. I had another one, but I was like, you know what? Nah, nah, this is the one I like. This it. is it. <laughs>
All right. Well, we are getting down to our last couple categories here, guys, uh, here at the Brunchies. So buckle up. Let's go to moments of the year. Dun, dun, dun. Chris, go. Uh, the, the most memorable moment I chose was one that was different for everybody and not necessarily rooted in a good thing. But I feel like it's something that people will literally never forget. All those of us that experienced this was going to get your vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I promise you, I'm not going to forget that moment of like scrambling to find a place in West Virginia or Ohio, wherever the hell it was and driving there and then having to go back to do it again. Like when we look, when we think back on this time, when we're 80 and we're telling our grandkids about it, like that's one of the things that's going to stand out is when you were able to go get vaccinated uh, for, for those of us that have. So uh, it's hard for me to pick anything else than that. Wow. Dude, another thing that feels like it was 10 years ago. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. oh my God. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Dan, go for it. Uh, the, the runner up in this category for me, was maybe a series of moments kind of, but Kanye West moving into Mercedes Benz stadium (laughs) in Atlanta, (laughs) just shacking up there to finish Donda and just the images of the like room he was sleeping in. And then him just like roaming around the stadium with his same outfit on the mask on and everything, the big puppy jacket. In the rafters, like watching a, a Falcons game or whatever. Right, being in the rafters, just just an incredible <laughs> series of moments, if you will, that I'll never forget from this year. Um, but I'll go, I'm going to go a little Homer here too. Maybe also a little recency bias, but Kenny Pickett's fake slide. It's going to cha- change college football. I no, I don't know if I've ever screamed so loud in my entire life. And I love how polarizing it's been. So the fake slide, Kenny Pickett, another award coming to you. Uh, I'm happy you mentioned Kanye, so I don't have to talk about this too much. But uh, <laughs> last week, I went to my first concert in two years. Drake and Kanye at at LA Coliseum. Well, actually, Kanye featuring Drake at the LA Coliseum. And it was incredible. Um, and I will tell you, Everything he was doing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium was for a reason. Because Donda sounds unbelievable in a stadium. And the and you and I felt it through half the show. And then Drake comes out, he does like his songs, and they don't sound like that. And you're like, holy shit, Kanye, you goddamn crazy dumb genius. Like like that it sounds i mean those songs are just meant to be played in stadiums and he was there doing that and i mean you have to i don't know how you're able to do something like that other than if you're kanye west but my god dude like other people need to take note not everybody's songs sound that good in stadiums or in arenas and stuff like that but it is it just fills like your entire body when you're listening to those, I don't, it's incredible, but I was outside like 70,000 people there. It was just, I mean, it was amazing. Kanye just going hit after hit after hit. Then Drake comes up and then him and Drake are hugging and everybody's happy and nice. And it's all great. And it was cold as shit in LA, by the way, cold as hell in LA. 
but Kanye had us all out there. And that was my moment of the year. Concerts, I, I was back. And I hadn't been in like literally January of 2020. That was the last concert I went to. Yeah, that makes me think of a runner-up, Didi, because just being able to go to a live sporting event this year was a pretty big <sighs> yeah. moment. So toss that in there for, for, for me and for whoever else got to do that for the first time in like two years. That was big. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I forgot about that too. That was, that was kind of life-changing first live sporting event. First concert uh, was the hell Omega tour for me. Very, very late in the summer. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a crazy moment for me personally. So yeah, throw that in there, throw that in there. Those are good ones. Yeah. That's yeah. Those are really good ones. Like just, uh, just being outside, that should just be the moment of the year. Just yeah. being able to be outside. Cause think about how bad that would have sucked. If you were just like, yeah, Pitt won the AC championship, couldn't go in silence. They won it. <laughs> Kenny right. Pickett's fake slide in silence. <laughs> what? You serious? Being able to do that and just be part of it. Yeah. That's humongous. Yeah. Cause like, not only would it have been like, it, you couldn't have gone, but you, it would have been in silence. Like right. that just sporting events with no silence. Right. No, like, you know, yeah, it would have been silence and they, they would have pumped the fake crowd noise in like at the end of the play. Not when he did the <laughs> fake slide, when everybody started screaming. Yeah. Great point. That's a great point. Yeah. Just being outside, just big moment of the year. <laughs> All right. Well, we are down to our last category for the brunchies, ladies and gentlemen. Person. Don't we have a couple? No, we have one. I think we, missed, we got two. We got two music Dude, ones. Go. Do you go? I yeah. thought I had them all. I guess I missed them. Yeah. No, that's okay. I thought we were circling back back to music. Uh, I, I missed them. These ones should deserve to be at the end, anyways. Uh, first, best new artist. Oh, first, I'm gonna actually yes. let you go first. This was a category you definitely wanted to hit. So, best new artist. Go. Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a few. So Meet Me at the Altar, I feel like, is a band that we all kind of got into this year uh, together, and that was a big plus. I think that enhanced everyone's lives this year. So shout out to Meet Me at the Altar. Uh, Bulo. Don't know how that happened, but pretty damn good. Uh, The band that I want to feature here, though, is a band called Friend Circle, which is in my pop punk favorite genre. Uh, They put out a song called Loose Cannon. Uh, and, uh, just a really, really good album that was like party pop punk that I haven't heard in a really, really long time, but like, not like the mainstream stuff that's getting really popular right now. It just like hit at the right time for me. So my best new artist is friend circle. Shout out to the boys. Love it. Love it. Well, I'll go, I'll go next. And I had meet me at the altar on my list as well. I feel like we all would have them on our list. Um, it's funny. I can't say Olivia Rodrigo. Cause like, it's just kind of dumb to say at that, this point. So <laughs> I'm going to go with a couple. Uh, Tate McRae is one of my absolute favorites. She had the song working with Khalid. She's got the song. I feel like shit out. That's right now. Uh, she had a song about a year ago called uh, you broke me first. And she's just, putting out singles and just like slowly getting more popular and slowly getting more play. And I just love this girl's voice. I love her voice so much. And just like, I can't wait to see what she does next. So uh, yeah, Tate McRae, absolutely my best, uh, my best new artist. I'm super interested to see what she does. Nice. I like that. Um, Yeah. I thought the same thing with some nominations here for me. I thought Olivia Rodrigo just seemed weird, but I guess technically maybe, I don't know. Um, Same thing with meet me at the altar for me. That was like 
more 2020 um a little bit so but because i'd probably be giving it to them if it wasn't for that i thought i was going to be called out on a technicality and i didn't want that to happen um <laughs> it's what you're listening to this year Dan. right thank you <laughs> thank you uh no disco um another artist i discovered this year really really have enjoyed his stuff he's been on the playlist a couple of times but for me it's got to go to glades it's got to go to Glades, uh, the group out of uh, Australia. And I just love, love their album, Planetarium, from start to finish. I am so excited uh, just to have learned about their music this year and cannot wait for more and hopefully see them live one day. So I got to give it the best new artist. Got to go to Glades. Nice. All right. What's the other music category? Let's go. It's the big one. Album of the year. We've done song of the year. We've done worst song of the year. Um, but album of the year uh, may be the most difficult one for me. Um, Chris, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? What was your album of the year? Yeah, so a couple uh, honorable mentions. Quinn, I, I don't know what's going on with the Roman, Roman numerals. I never know how to say that his name correctly, but I just call him Quinn. Uh, Change of Scenery 2. I love that album. Uh, like I just said, Friend Circle, their album Internet Noise, they put out. Um, I absolutely loved it. I have a tie here. I have Uh-oh. a tie. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Internet Killed the Rockstar by Mod Sun was tremendous. And Settle Your Scores put out an album called Retrofit, both kind of in the same same genre, but like very different ways of approaching that genre. I listened to both of those albums so, 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 so much this year. Uh, one came out much earlier than the other, so I probably listened to Modson more, but like I can't pick between the two. So I, I have a, it's a tie. Stop the count, stop the vote. We got a tie. Wow. I think that's a brunchies first. Whoa. We have a tie. Well, I'm a trailblazer. So amazing. Amazing. For me, this, yeah, this really might've been the most difficult category. I know last year, this was difficult because there wasn't a lot of albums to pick from. It's nice to have, I mean, the beginning of the year came out strong. I feel like there was this slow period kind of middle and then it finished strong again. So some some nominees in this category, uh, Kanye West, Donda. It's really long, but really good. I, you can't can't not count that one uh, in here. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, Sour. What else can I say? I mean, that is absolutely one of the best albums of the year. Um, oh boy, this is the one I really didn't pick a winner in yet. Uh, Justin Bieber, Justice, nominee, nominee, could easily have won this award easily, but I mean, just a phenomenal year for him altogether, include everything that he was a part of songs, features, whatever. Incredible year for Justin Bieber. So, Justice from Justin Bieber, 21 Pilots, Scaled and Icy, of course. Of course, I'm putting this one on it. Uh, y'all saw my top listen to tracks from Spotify, and five of them were from that album, literally half of it. Uh, so Scaled and Icy from 21 Pilots. But I might shock you here. Album of the Year is going to Girl in Red, if I could make it go quiet. Just a phenomenal, a phenomenal album. Uh, we at the Brunch Breakdown did have something to do with that. Um, we talked about 
the album before it came out or as it was coming out and it blew up. Uh, but it is, it's just, she's a fantastic artist. You, have, if you haven't listened, give her a chance. Uh, serotonin was the big, so big song that, that really blew up. But I think just from top to bottom, really looking at it song, every single song as a complete package, as an album, narrowly giving it to girl in red. Like it, like it. All right. Well, my album of the year, uh, like I got to give a shout out to Cali Khaled. I mean, no album made me happier this year than that one. <laughs> Love DJ Khaled. That album just made me so happy and all of it's just just uh, just made me so happy. Um, man. And then Doja Cat's album amazing love that i just love what she's done with her career comes from like bitch i'm a cow meme girl to all of a sudden now you're making like some of the best music in pop like which i don't even understand how that how that's all worked out i just don't get it but it has <laughs> and it's amazing um and then it comes down to two and man it's justin's justice for justin bieber is great but lil nas x montero album of the year I love the shifting in and out of genres. There's a million different things going on in that album and it tells a story and it's complete. And I don't think there's any time wasted on the album. I don't think there's any filler tracks on that album. Like I just love that album from top to, from top to bottom. And it's just rap R and B a little bit of nineties rock in there. It's just, I, I just love this album. I love, I, I love that kid. Like I just love it so much. And just, yeah. Lil Nas X Montero album of the year for me. Big category. A lot of big Huge. winners there. Yeah. That one. Huge. That one was tough. That one was tough. Huge. Gosh, I love it. All right. Was well, there any other categories that I forgot? <laughs> <laughs> That's my list. We just got that one, the one big one to give out. All right. Well, here we go. Person of the year and uh all right I, i'll get this started i don't know if this is going to be unanimous i don't know how this is going to work out should but, be <laughs> guys my person of the year travis barker nobody dominated 2021 like travis barker he's literally changed the radio by just being travis barker like he lives in the neighborhood with all these rich kids who all have these who all have this money and all have the studio time and he's like cool i'll play the drums for you kid oh i'll change this here for you willow smith i'll put you on the radio i'll do this and now all of a sudden the radio at sometimes whatever you listen the last half hour sounds like 2003 it's a, it's incredible and it's all because of travis barker shouts to him for just saying hey guys I can do this, young thug. Let me jump on your song. Let's do this. I, Travis Barker, also, Kourtney Kardashian, is, looks incredible. And you, it shouts to you and all that. And yeah, Travis Barker, like person of the year, for sure. Dominated 2021. I don't think anybody dominated 2021 for the things that I, cons for, the, for the content I consume, <laughs> more than Travis Barker. Uh, no other nominees in this category necessary. It's Travis Barker. Uh, they're not, not even worth mentioning. No one's honorable enough to be worth mentioned other than the winner, Travis Barker, for everything you just said, Didi. He did. He influenced, crossed multiple genres, right? And at the heart of it, you could still get, you could still hear the Travis Barker influence. He did. He changed music. He changed the radio. He changed popular music 
<laughs> last year and this year. Yes. Now into the Kardashian family. And we're not all like for once, we're not concerned about what that's going to do to him. Right. I don't think that you, usually it's like, oh no, this is going to ruin one. No, it's like, this is, this is, Hey, you deserve this. Enjoy life. Do your thing, Travis. And thank you. And yes, congratulations without a doubt person of the year. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, once in a generation, you run into uh, a man or a woman that rewrites the record books that um, influences an entire race of people for, for, for decades and, and centuries to come. And um, Travis Barker did that this year by, by just being in literally every Spotify playlist you could find. And for that, we thank you, Travis. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Travis Parker. Wow. That's the big one. Huge. Easiest one too, right? Yeah, not, that's absolutely. not often that that person of the year, but I mean, it wasn't, this was decided in like August. <laughs> let's be, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we decided it on a previous episode and there's only two categories where I only had one thing written down and it was person of the year and brunch of the year. So Travis, you're right up there with the best brunch, baby. I love it. Wow. Travis Barker's brunt. What is it? Brunch and a, what are we? Brunch uh, and a blanket. We would love that brunch and a blanket with you, Travis and, yes. uh, and your girlfriend. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh yeah. Brunch and a blanket. We could have a naked threesome. It'd be great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> All right. Let's go. 2022. Well, I'm winning that award next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right well let's go to well that was the brunchies ladies and gentlemen shouts to the brunchies let's get into a couple things before we uh before we get out of here what are you most looking forward to in 2022 i'm most uh, one of the things <laughs> i'm most looking forward to next year uh, is the fact that we have another Olympics like in a month and uh, Dan is going to be all jacked up on Mountain Dew for it. And I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Yeah. Dan's Dan's home team, which is America, right. is That's going right. to be uh, participating is from what I hear. And the Super Bowl is in the middle of it. <laughs> I cannot wait for those two for the first two weeks in February. Like cancel all my plans. You know where I'll be front of the TV, baby. <laughs> I am excited for the year of Dan. My Dude, yeah. whole year is planned around Dan. Like people are like, oh man, 2022, we're going to be doing so many things. It'd be great. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to be hanging out with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I have Dan's bachelor party solidly on my list. I think that will be the first time that I will have gotten to like be with all of my friends at one. Well, I guess I was at deep Creek this summer, but like, it'll be I one of the, there. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like it's going to be that moment where like, I get to see all of my friends again. So thank you, Dan, for getting married because you're providing us with that opportunity uh, to socialize, which is great. Yeah. That's obviously what I'm looking most looking forward to the most getting married uh, in the spring, the wedding itself, the honeymoon, the bachelor party, 
is going to be incredible. Being able to see everybody all in one place, like you said there, Chris, being able to see Didi in person for the first time in what's been way too long, seeing the two of you together in person as the brunch breakdown um, for real, in real life. I am really looking forward to that. And then hopefully more, way more often after that, um, the return of Coachella. Yeah. It's just going to be the, the first six months of the year are steel city <laughs> written all over it. It starts with the Olympics and it just goes all the way through. Um, I'm excited to do more stuff and do less shit. If that makes any sense for next hey. year, do more stuff That's instead of less shit, more stuff, less shit, Dan more stuff. Merch. shit on a, on a shirt. Yeah. There was a bunch of shit to do this year. Right. And even like, yeah, the wedding planning, you could consider that, but time to, you know, get out and continue living and being outside and do more stuff next year. I love it. I'm, I'm super excited. And this is on brand with what, what was it last week when we were talking about crying? Chris just doesn't mention what's happening for him next month. Like just I didn't, fin- up. I didn't finish my list yet. I didn't finish my list yet. That's the number one. <laughs> Go ahead, Didi, you tell people. He's like, I was going what step I'm by so step. Excited about. And Chris has a baby think, coming. Yeah, have, have I ever even? Ta- I don't think I've ever even talked about that on the podcast. I think but you have. We've, we're having a baby. Yeah, in like a month. I'm very very excited for that. After that, all Dan. <laughs> yeah, after that, it's all Dan. It's like starting at the when, once the Olympics start, it's all yeah. Dan. Yeah, right. It's all Dan. All still say it's the year of double deuces for a reason. Let's we were ready. This was just fate. <laughs> Twenty. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That's hilarious. Edie's <laughs> got two kids. I've got two kids. It's 2022. Dan's getting married. Double deuces. It all Let's makes go. sense. That's beautiful. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys are looking forward to in 2022? I'm just mostly excited to see everybody. Just decide, like, I'm excited to go home. Like, I'm excited to do all that. Like, I haven't been home since 2019 <laughs> was the last time I was home. Cause, like, the last time I saw Chris was the last time I was home. That was 2019. So, like, I, it, which is so wild to think about. Like, that'll be like, I haven't been home in like three years. So, I'm just yeah. excited to see people. I'm excited to go home. I'm excited to, do all these things that I just haven't been able to do. So yeah, because every variant keeps popping up and I need all these variants. Omarion variant, get away. Go away. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Stop dancing around. We need you to die. Omarion, your time is over. We told you that. We told <laughs> you. you that. Yes. Like, God, man, I don't need a PD Pablo variant to come around next. I don't need that. No. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, this was fun, guys. Another Brunchies. Another Brunchies. Yeah. Uh, a year of spectacular categories and awards. Some expected, some unexpected. But yes, couldn't be happier for all of our winners. I can't wait to do it again uh, this time next year, which will probably seem like three years from now, based on <laughs> how we've realized how this year is gone. So hopefully we'll have just so much fun stuff to do next year. It'll be like, this was the longest but most, most fun year ever. Yeah. And uh, at this rate, worst song of next year is still Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to add that to this week's playlist now. Yeah. Now we have oh, we're to. putting the worst songs on. 
Yeah, we have to. <laughs> oh, come on. We have to show people. I just people- say we didn't get to do a take, like get it off your chest segment. And I know we're over, so I'll make this quick. Shout out to Dan for the weirdest transitions in playlist history this week. Because like there was <laughs> every time, like you, I, I've said this before, I listen to the playlist when I'm lifting. And like when I'm mid squat with hundreds of pounds on my back, I don't need boys to men. I don't need the song to switch to boys to men. I don't need that. It's ridiculous. I'm getting it off my chest at the end of the episode. So like, why do we have to put Yaya Ding Dong on? It's just going to ruin my workout. I don't need that. For that reason, Yaya Ding Dong is now been the Vin Diesel, gets the Vin Diesel <laughs> award for song that will last on the playlist for as long as we want it to. So and by the way, we should get uh, Vin Diesel and Travis Barker to do a our, our back-to-back people of the year. They need to do some type of musical mashup, I think. Ooh. That could be special. We that get could a, be special. We get a rock remix to Feel Like I Do. Be Like yeah. I Do. Yeah. Just the drums. That's what's missing. That's what it's missing. Yeah. No, I want to emphasize it's not a workout playlist. I know it is for you, Chris, but it's, I don't, you know, we don't put it together for that reason, but I'd also be lying if I didn't think about the transitions sometime just to throw people, maybe like you, off a little bit to have a little bit of fun. Maybe, maybe like brunch. Okay. I have MXPX (laughs) on there, which goes into I'll Make Love to You, followed by Songbird with Kenny G. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's incredible. Incredible. Time and place. That was not the time nor the place. Listen, I I just want to know what it was like for you to be lifting when Songbird came on. (laughs) Because I'm squatting. Okay. Listen, and like. I'm squatting and you know with AirPods like you double tap on the right ear to make it but I can't let go of the bar cuz as mentioned there's hundreds of pounds on the bar okay so I can't take my hand off the double tap so that's what I'm squatting to whether I like it or not I can't cut off the set I have to keep going it's ridiculous it was ridiculous you shouldn't have told me that cuz now no. we're going to have yeah they're just going <laughs> to the most random I'll stop listening. I'll you stop listening. I'll be like you guys playlist. and I will stop listening to our playlist. Oh, I'm the only one that here. listens to it. I will stop listening to you. I'll stop. Oh. I just can't get over the fact that you're just like hulking out and then <laughs> and you can't do anything. You're stuck. We're stuck with all that weight. It's literally you can't do anything. It is That's the hilarious. definition of helplessness is that moment right there. Year of ballads next year. All ballads on the <laughs> Every song I put on the playlist will be a ballad. Like, well, there will be at least one every time. Yes. My God. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Shouts the Brunchy Award winner, Kenny G. Just shouts to you, Kenny. Is Kenny the person of the year? I guess, man. He might be next year at this rate. Yeah, he might be now. Chris May just started the campaign. He's already a nominee for 2022. (laughs) He makes an appearance on this podcast. It's it's solidified. He'll win a... Who won a, a special award? Lifetime award. achievement. Lifetime achievement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, this has been the brunch breakdown. We're out.